Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Hey, on today's episode, it's going to be a little bit controversial, maybe a little bit confusing, uh, definitely paradoxical. So we're talking about improvement. Now, I love to learn and grow and improve. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background and why that is so. And I love to help people do that. I've come to an epiphany, though, that improvement might not be all it's cracked up to be. So I'm going to talk that through, flush it out a little bit. I promise you that some of you are going to be a little confused by this because it might seem like it doesn't match with what Michelle always talks about, but that is not the case. So I would encourage you to come at this with an open mind. And this one, you might have to chew on a little bit. Okay, listen to it. You might want to write down some thoughts, your initial thoughts. Listen to it again and and just chew on it. Let it digest in inside your mind a little bit today. Okay, I promise you there is gold in here. And if you truly understand that, you get to the end and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I get it. You will be blessed and your life will be changed. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So if you have followed my work in any way, whether this podcast or or other ways, uh, you know that I have a business, it's called Grow by One. And, you know, the the essence of grow by one is that we help people grow by one step every single day and surpass their their dreams. So it's a a, a philosophy basically that I have lived for many years, at least the last twenty years, that I just turned into a business. So we you know have speaking events, uh, we have classes and courses, especially online. We have groups where you can learn together. We've got one on one coaching, uh, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, I'm finishing up my PhD and it's in education, but my specialty is assessment, evaluation, and accountability. So what that means, it do- I promise you, it doesn't sound as boring as it sounds. Uh, I-, I had a- an aversion to it at the beginning too, but I actually fell in love with it. I help groups and organizations, agencies, businesses, uh, systems go through the change and transformation process. So I literally have a PhD in growth. Uh, my, my focus within my uh, dissertation is how coaching affects the classroom quality. Uh, so, you know, seriously, most of my life, I would say I spend probably 20 to 30 hours a week on personal and or professional development. So most of my life is all about improvement, if you will. Right. And, you know, one question I often hear from people is how can you be content and still grow? I hear this a lot because some people think that, that if you're putting in the effort to change and grow and transform, that there's some measure that you're just, you're not happy with where you're at. And I I get that. And I see it from different points of view. So the one point is, yeah, for sure. You can actually be content with what's happening right now in the moment and want to do better the next time. 
For example, let's say I go and I do a, um, a half day training with an organization and I really, really have fun with it. I enjoy the people, uh, their company, and we do some really good, serious work. And at the end of that time, I'm going to review it and say, this was awesome. How can I make the next time I do it even better? So I'm fully content with what just happened and I want something better the next time. So that's one perspective. The other perspective is, you know, the thing that you're not content about, the thing that you want, the thing that you're missing is driving you to seek after that, right? But there's a little bit of a different twist that I have on it this morning. So sometimes in our constant struggle to be somebody, to do great things and to have what we want, we forget that we already are somebody, we already do great things, and we have so much already. Our longing for more really takes us out of our place of peace. And that's what I want to focus on this morning. So I'm not really coming from the perspective of, wow, this was awesome. This was great. You know, how can I have even better next time? I'm, I'm speaking to all of you who have ever felt like I am not enough. Somehow I'm not doing enough. And somehow I don't have the things in life that I want to have. Okay. So I'll talk about one of the easiest examples that I hear all the time about money, right? You know, somebody will come to me and say, okay, Michelle, I want to, you know, work on money mindset. And, you know, lots of people are doing that these days with Psych K because Psych K can quickly transform your, your inner beliefs. However, you got to understand, however you are, that's how many years you've been exposed to this idea of money. And so you can't just come and do one balance or activity with Psych K and say, oh yeah, my money issues are all, all done. Okay. There's so much more that goes into that. But most people want to make more money, right? Um, and lots of people, they will admit that it's it's kind of a sign of their worthiness. Uh, in the industry and field that I'm in with, with coaching, speaking, and training, there and entrepreneurs and small businesses, there's this notion of how much money you make somehow gives you more worth, right? Or somehow the, the amount of money that you make is a sign that you're you're able to help people. Now, is that true? I'll, I'll be honest with you that, that I know many people in my field that they're not very helpful. <laughs> and I know that because a lot of people come to me after they've been with them and they're like, yeah, this did not help me at all. So you might be making some money, but are you helping? And other people, you know, they're, they're making, you know, millions of dollars selling junk, right? So is that a sign of your worthiness? I don't think so. I think because you're breathing, you have worth. So when you really get down to it and you say, why do you want more money in your life? Now, you know, usually it's, it starts with, you know, I've got to pay off my debts. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Or I want to do this. Maybe I want to give to charity. You know, there's a lot of different reasons why you want to have more money in your life. Ultimately, what it gets down to, though, is some answer of I want more freedom and more peace in my life. So my question to you is, um, what if right now, regardless of whatever circumstances you have, 
What if you focused on how much freedom and peace you already have in your life? So if you say you want freedom and peace, what if you just focused on how much of that you already have? Because the struggle to get more money takes away your freedom and your peace. So your your perceived debt or your loans uh, or your your less than identification is really the thing that is taking away your your freedom and your peace. I, ironically, uh, when when you release these thoughts about you know, um, okay, I'll give you an example. Listen, I I have a lot of debt, if you will, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, I have a um, a mortgage. We have one out of our three cars has a car loan. Uh, we've got some some credit card debt because we uh, invested in some business deals, which are bringing a return. So I have no issue with that. And listen, I, I have school loan debt. Okay, a lot of it, probably more than my mortgage at this point. Uh, and I'm okay with all of that because number one, I know that that's going to be paid off. I I just know it. And number two, I have freedom and peace right now, even though all of that is happening. And, and I'm actually making more money than, than I ever have before. I'm very excited about that. And not because, ooh, I'm, I can pay off this debt. Uh, I, I just find it fun. I find it fun that every, every morning I wake up to an email that says, your money is on the way. I like that, right? And so for me right now, if you were to look at my circumstances, you might say, oh my goodness, Michelle, you're really in trouble. Am I? All of those are actually very low interest loans. And so ultimately... It's not a bad financial place to be in. And they're all going to give me a return on my investment. And in the moment, I have peace and freedom. So ironically, when you're able to release the, the ideas of, you know, this, this debt and this loss and this loan and, you know, uh, worthiness from, from how much money I make, right? You begin to make choices that really serve and love other people. And, and out of that, you, you help them to have more peace and love. And guess what? Money follows that. See, Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want. If you're always in a state of, of worry and anxiety and concern, you're not seeing the needs of people out there, which means you're not meeting those needs, which means they're not going to turn around and say, Hey, oh my gosh, you really helped me. Here's some money. Okay. So the struggle for what you say you want keeps you from experiencing what you already have. Okay. So let me um, give you an example. So chronic approval seekers, i.e. people pleasers, and I am a recovering one, so I'm right there with you, but they don't see how much the others already love them. Okay, they're, they're struggling to kind of gain that approval and acknowledgement and uh, love. And out of that struggle, they become blind, right? So they're need, they're wanting, they're longing, they're reaching out for what's already there. I know this for a fact. I'll, I'll be honest that I have been, you know, grinding and hustling and serving and, and loving on people for a really long time. And I realized probably about a year ago that I was doing that because I was seeking for love. And the minute I started to really turn around my thinking on this and say, oh, I'm already loved. 
I am love. I'm loved and I'm a loving person. And really focusing on up-loving my perception of love in my life, I started to feel so much better. I started to, well, I guess I stopped seeking other people's approval uh, and just kind of sticking to my own lane and saying, this is what I'm doing and I'm having fun doing it. And that's when things started to turn around in my business, uh, in my personal relationships, even in my, my um, school. So when we see that something is missing in our life, and it can be anything, honestly, but when we see that something's missing, our natural tendency is to seek out something that's going to replace that, right? So if you feel like you don't have enough money in this world, you're, you're going to try to seek out some more money. If you don't have good relationships, you're going to try to seek out a good relationship. And out of that seeking and struggling, we get more discomfort. And sometimes what we get is we're seeking and struggling in the wrong places or in the wrong ways. So you could look at it this way and say that um, the idea of uh, quote unquote heaven, right, is that whatever you're experiencing right now, this is wonderful and I could stay here forever. Right? So for me, I love putting together content and sharing it on the podcast. This is a little slice of heaven for me. I love it. And the hell aspect, if you will, quote unquote hell, could be saying, oh, this isn't quite perfect. So again, going back to when I'm doing this podcast episode, I'm having fun with it. I just want you to know that. And I'm, I'm literally imagining that you're sitting here with me. We're having a cup of coffee and we're chatting. Okay. I'm having fun. I hope you can tell that. And once I go to that point where I start to question, uh, you know, as I'm doing this, like, oh no, did I say, um, (laughs) oh no, did I, you know, not give a great example for that? Oh no. You know, was it too long or too short? And is somebody going to, you know, take this the wrong way? The minute I start to question that I go into that hell aspect where it says this isn't quite perfect. Now, I'm constantly seeking to up-level how I bring content to you. I want to make sure it's always relevant and that it's uh, helpful and that, you know, that, that I'm bringing the right energy. So it's not that I'm saying, oh, I'm perfect and I never have to do anything ever again. But there's a difference there. I hope you catch the difference. So how do we reconcile this idea um you know, self-improvement, growth, change, and transformation. Well, the first thing is to recognize that this whole thing that I'm bringing to you today is a paradox. And a paradox by nature is confusing, it's unsettling, it's uncertain, it's messy. And most people try to stay away from them because a paradox in essence means that you're holding more than one idea that are all correct in your mind. Okay. So, so that by nature is hard to do. It would be like, um, you know, trying to lift a hundred pounds in each arm and you'd never really had that practice before. Okay. So if you're not familiar with paradoxes and holding more than one, one true thing in your mind at, at a time that seems, uh, like they're fighting against each other, it, it feels very weird. 
you can work with that and, and get to a point where you love a paradox, which I'll talk more about that in the future. Cause that's, that's where I'm at right now. But I, I want to recognize that what I'm sharing with you today, for some of you, you're just like, yeah, you know, I, I still don't get it. It's okay. All right. Now, the second thing though, is to notice the, that your thoughts, um, what, what are the thoughts that take you away from now? away from this idea of heaven, right? That this, this perfect thing that I'm, I'm viewing right now is wonderful. What are the thoughts that take you away from that? So, you know, I, I think about one thought that happens sometimes in the morning, not so much anymore because I'm, I'm really designing my schedule. Uh, but there are mornings when I have to get up and I have to get, get running right away. And so the thing that steals my joy in that moment might be, Oh, I've got to get up and go do this. (laughs) right? Because sometimes you just want to lay in bed and really enjoy that, right? Um, Some of the things that that steal my happiness are, oh, my husband should do this, right? So think about that. That's a great question to really think about. Notice the thoughts that take you away from the present moment, okay? And then come back to what you already have. So as I was sitting here doing my study this morning, I was just really taken aback you know, the, the sun was starting to come up. I could hear all of the birds and we have a ton of birds out here with us now. Uh, it's spring is here. I, I was starting to feel really good. I had a cup of coffee in me already. It was really great. Um, I guess learning about myself this morning and coming to this conclusion that I never have to grow anymore. I don't have to learn another thing. I don't have to go and do anything else. Now, I love to learn new things. I love to, you know, again, go study and and create new content. I love to talk to people about what are you learning about yourself? What are you learning about the world? All of those things, that's what I love to do. But I never have to do them ever again. So what would your life look like if you let yourself off the hook and said, you know what, what if I just am the way I am, right? What if I love myself at the current weight that I am, uh, at the current level of health that I, that I am, at the current relationship level that I am, at the current career level that I am? What if I just said, I have worth and I love myself and I never have to get beyond this point. Now, for some of you, I can already hear you saying, no, Michelle, I can't do that. I totally get where you're coming from. However, remember, the struggle keeps us from seeing what we already have. So if you think, you know, I'm going to be loved by the world if I'm, you know, a size two, how can you love yourself now? If you think I'm going to be loved by the world if I finally make all of this money, really? Think about that. How can you love yourself now? Okay. So come back to what you already have it. So, so it's kind of looking at this learning and growth opportunity as not something outside yourself, but really looking inside and saying, what do I already have? So the world is teaching us me too, about how to keep grasping and reaching for more. So what if more was already in us, but we just don't see it? What if the love and approval that we seek really is already here? 
And what if we could have peace and financial freedom, even with a car loan and a house payment and school loan debt? What if the issue isn't our outward circumstances, but the way that we think about them? Byron Katie, um, one of my, my book mentors, uh, she said that most people are so busy making improvements, they don't notice they've stepped out of heaven. I love that. Think about that. Are, are you and I, are we caught up in this idea that I'm never good enough? I always have to be more. And is that keeping us from our peace? Now, I'm not saying just sit in your chair and do nothing ever again. You know, that, that's not what I'm saying. But can you get yourself to that place where you say, I am enough. I am worthy. I am loved right now. Not because of the the things that I say that I want to be or the things that I'm going to do or the things that I have, but just because I am me. So, so think about that. What are the things that you are seeking in life? How do you already have those things? And what if the improvements we seek are really just a change in our thinking, not our circumstances? And, you know, go back to that idea of what thoughts do you use to deprive yourself of happiness? Because, you know, if you're always waiting for one day, right, one day isn't on the calendar and hoping isn't a plan, right? So if you're always waiting for this thing has to occur and then I'm going to be happy, you, real, you don't realize that you could be happy right now in this moment. So for me, guess what? I'm going to continue to learn and grow and read my books and talk to people and, and, and discover new things about myself and about the world. I'm going to continue to do that. You know why? Because I love doing that. But it's not because I have to. I don't have to get a degree or a certification or read this book or go to this class in order to say, yep, I know what I'm doing in this world. You know what? I know what I'm doing. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying life. I don't have to go out and say, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars this next year uh, because that's somehow going to show people that I know what I'm talking about. You know what? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if you've gained any value from this podcast you know, we, we have over 650, maybe even more than that, uh, episodes at this point. Think about that. That means over 650 days I have shown up, I have learned something and created some sort of content to share with you, to inspire, to encourage, to get you to think. I have not asked for any money. I don't make money on this podcast. That's fine. I don't, I don't really care. And quite frankly, you know, I, I know we did a, um, maybe it was our 500 episode. We, I, yeah, I think it was episode 500. You can go and look at that. But uh, I gave the, the seven or eight different purposes for why this podcast is even in existence. And the first one, quite frankly, is because I love to do it. Sure, I tell you announcements about things that are happening in the business, like our upcoming retreat. And, you know, in July, we're going to do a, um, a course on the universal laws. So, yeah, I, I tell you about all of that. Um, but I really do it just because I love you. And I love sharing these thoughts. 
So what if you could create things in your life where you just love them and it was something you wanted to do? And I guarantee you that the more that you show up and you do that thing, there's something that happens in the universe and the, and the universe says, you know what, now we're going to send you some money your way uh, because you're in that peaceful moment right now, just based on what's happening in your life. And you're not in that striving, struggling, I've got to make it happen mode. There's a magic around that. Okay. So I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> enjoy the mess. Uh, we, we try to control life. We try to make it into what we want it to be. Um, if I just have X, Y, and Z, and really what we're trying to do is, is put, um, you know, put, put different parts of our lives kind of in a jar, right? Put it in a jar. It's safe. It's, it's all contained. And in reality, that's not how life is. Life is messy. And, uh, just be happy now. Find your peace now. And yes, continue on that journey of, of, knowing yourself more and serving others more. Um, but don't get all caught up in, in the status symbols that, that the society and culture tells you you need to be, do, and have in order to be worthy because you are worthy and loved right now. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.